Good morning, sisters. Hello. Welcome to the last days of December 2021. And um, uh, new devotional is the cross and the crown. Okay. Uh, it's a seven days devotional on, you know, the death, the resurrection, the, the implication of the walk of the finished work of Christ concerning all of us. We're going to be reading through this and let's see what Christ has done for us. So I'm, as usual, going to share different uh, contributions as we go through the devotional. So today, which is the first day of this devotional, we want to read uh, on the precious blood of Jesus, which is the focus for today. He says... <coughs> It says, when was the last time you heard a sermon or a song about the blood of Jesus? Some churches today find the concept antiquated or even gruesome. Songs that mention the blood have been removed from hymn books, yet without it, there's no hope of a relationship with God, no assurance of salvation, no confidence that our prayers are heard. Scripture never shies away from the mention of the blood. In fact, it runs like a red thread from Genesis to Revelation. If you eliminate the reference to the blood from the Bible, all that remains is a book of history and literature. Anything God considers this important should never be disregarded. Leviticus 17 verse 11 tells us that God gave blood to make atonement because the life of the flesh is in the blood. I need you to take note of that. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The word atonement as it is used in the Old Testament means covering. So through the sacrificial system of worship established by the Lord, the sins of mankind were covered by the blood of innocent animals. This is under the old covenant this is me talking so the seriousness of sin is revealed by the monumental cost of atonement the penalty is death and it must be paid by either the guilty one or an acceptable substitute to cover transgressions the animals offered had to be unblemished and perfect every sacrifice on the altar was a fulfillment of the death penalty required by god's law the sacrificial system taught people that the lord is holy transgressions must be punished Atonement for sins take place only through the shedding of blood. This arrangement was a foreshadowing of what was to come because animal sacrifices can only cover sin. Take note, it can only cover sin. It cannot put an end to sin. It cannot put to extinction any record of sin. It can only provide cover. Okay, this is me giving inference. So it says an ultimate lamp was needed to remove all of man's iniquity. One day, as John the Baptist stood by the Jordan River, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, walked onto the scene of human history. John 1 verse 29. The perfect sacrifice for sins had arrived. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world and came to earth to fulfill the Lord's awesome plan of redemption by shedding his precious blood. We can take reference for 1 Peter 1 verse 18 to 20. Uh, Jesus wasn't just a man. He was the son of God, clothed in human flesh. His birth was supernatural because he was conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of a virgin. Since no sin was transferred to him through an earthly father, Jesus was a perfect spotless lamb of God. His was the only flawless life and therefore the only suitable sacrifice for the guilt of all mankind. Let's read some of the scriptures attached. Leviticus 17 verse 11, as we had mentioned, for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. 
for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Take note, it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. So what the blood could do in the old covenant, take note, this is Leviticus, so this is the old covenant. What the blood could do in the old covenant, because it was the blood of bulls and goats, it was, goats, it was not the perfect sacrifice, but it could it could make do for the time until the sacrifice of the perfect lamb. That was atonement all he could do was to make atonement but whichever way the life is in the blood you know sanctification it comes from the blood uh the removal of the body of sin comes from the blood so there was no other way than to at least appropriate some form of blood that could provide covering until the perfect removal of the body of sin was achieved and that we know was achieved in christ but you know this is referring to what happened in the old covenant in john chapter 1 verse 29 it says the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and behold he and he, he said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world take note he didn't say sins he said sins so the entirety of sin the entirety of the body of sin is dealt with in christ christ was is the perfect lamb christ you know served as the perfect price the perfect sacrifice that could satisfy you know uh the request of justice from the father with regards to the failure the break of the covenant you know of of righteousness and consecration which was between man and god which was broken in the garden of eden by adam and uh eve so let's read the next scripture first peter chapter 1 verse 18 it says knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by the traditions from your fathers but with the precious blood of christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the earth or the world but was manifest in these last times for you so christ in god had been preordained that he was going to come you know as that sinless lamb as that lamb that has no connection to the adamic nature who was the perfect sacrifice that could atone and uh, bring about substitution propitiation and the perfect prize that will serve for the redemption of mankind jesus christ that christ is the one that is mentioned here he has been preordained from the foundations of the world god already by knowledge knew he had seen the fall and he had had that preparation that christ was going to come and he will through himself redeem mankind take note that jesus is of of the father and therefore the father of himself gave of himself to be able to redeem man because he, he found that the perfect sacrifice for the redemption of man could only come through himself and through his son jesus christ he gave man redemption i pray this morning that the holy spirit uh will give you depth of understanding and knowledge to be able to assimilate and take into deep cognizance the value and the depth of the price we jesus christ paid and let it sink into our spirit so that the enemy satan cannot have a basis to accuse a basis to cheat a basis to mislead a basis to misguide anybody you know brethren we are free
we are free. That substitution work is a deep work. In the, in the coming days, we're going to be discussing other aspects of the substitution, giving us deeper background into what Jesus Christ did that should help us come to the place to know that Satan has no basis. There's no basis. There's no basis whatsoever for the accusations that come from the enemy. The only thing that gives Satan a background sometimes or whenever is sin. If we can deal with the body of the flesh and mortify the deeds of our flesh so that sin cannot have dominion in our lives, Satan would not find a capital with which to negotiate or to come against us in the spirit. Okay, God bless you as you have uh, kicked off this reading of the, the, the word of God with us and discussing this topic on the cross and the crown. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that it will produce deep depths of knowledge, deep depths of redemption, deep depths of conversion, understanding, uh, growth, spiritual uh, stability that will put you in a place where you can effectively speak up for yourself in the realm of the spirit. God bless you. Thank you for joining us and thank you as we look forward to uh, sharing with you in the coming days. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, compliments of the season.